This is Songwriting Our Way Out of Here with Leah G and Marlock. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Songwriting Our Way Out of Here. I'm here with uh, Leah G as usual and today we've got a band for the first time in the show. So it's a band called Delia. Hello guys, guys. how are you doing? Hello. Good, thank you. Thanks for having us. So... Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be an interesting one because yeah, um, first band, um, never had that before. Four people in the podcast for the first time, so <laughs> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Let's see how we coordinate that. So, I guess to start, guys, um, I'm gonna just let you introduce yourselves a little bit and tell us a little bit about Delia. Cool. Go, Go on, Michelle, you're up. Go you're on, the, you're the lead singer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we are. <laughs> Uh, we are Delia. We are a band and we met back in uni like, I don't know, when did we graduate? 2012? 15? 15, yeah. 20, no, I put years on myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, we've gone, like the band has gone through various incarnations, but um, I guess the kind of genre that we've landed on now is Alex. Yeah, so, uh, I'm Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I suppose you'd... you'd, you'd uh, categorizes as like alternative like when it comes to those drop down menus on um you know spotify it's so hard <laughs> yeah. i find it so hard myself as well it's like That's which crazy. category do i pick? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and, the, and like the, you know the one thing that you think you are isn't there or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever yeah. but yeah we just put we just put alternative um we sort of it's got the poppy edge because michelle um you know right like writes kind of more pop melodies for you know it's, it's verse chorus and things like that but then but then at the same time alex is like mad into film film music and stuff like that so a lot of the string sections and things like that add like a real epic vibe to the mm. music so yeah and <laughs> we I suppose lie in that middle ground there's there's two other guys in the band as well mm-hmm. um but most of it tends to be written by um michelle and i and uh, because we are a couple in lockdown, we've been able to sort of make use of that. Make use of you know being in the same place. It's not like we've been one of these bands that's been completely dispersed. Which has been the first time that that's been like a plus. <laughs> 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 oh, that's brilliant! Well, it's all coming out. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, so where are you originally from, guys? Are you from Liverpool? If I remember well, is that right? Yeah, I'm from Liverpool originally um and then the rest of the guys are from alex is from uh where are you from, <laughs> I'm from wherever you want to be. he's from he's from like he always says that he's he's from crew but he's not from crew he's from a little village just outside of crew i'm not even from there i'm from i'm from south cheshire yeah so that's the best way to categorize that and then t, t is and from, george are both from london both from london but then they came well george didn't but basically everyone ended up in liverpool yeah, for one all- reason or another <laughs> Everybody thinks that our drummer George went to the same uni, the same uni even to the point where the teachers would go up to George and be like, "Oh, mate, I, I didn't see you in class today." And George would be like, "I don't go." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's intense! <laughs> that's Just because hilarious. he spends so much time around that oh everyone. Yeah. But yeah, we, we we all met in uni. I, we we sort of categorize ourselves as a Liverpool band. Um, yeah, because that's that's where we called home for. I don't know what like five, well you your whole life but like the rest of us like a good five or six years yeah really. that's pretty cool wow yeah mm. I mean and that's very good so uh, I actually remember um so the way I came across you guys it was it was a few years ago 
it was um when you were mm-hmm. doing the the sofa sounds tour kind of thing which we will talk about in a bit mm-hmm. i think um but yeah you, yeah you mentioned obviously it was only the two of you and you were playing more like a acoustic right so i think alex you were playing acoustic guitar and, and michelle was uh, singing yeah um so mm-hmm. yeah how, how does that work how does how did that evolve right like do you write the songs acoustically and then do the production do ideas spark from you know faffing about with some production stuff how do you guys usually write mm. and put yeah. the songs together i don't think there's like we don't have a set rule really do we i think in the beginning in like the early stages it we definitely wrote more with an acoustic guitar yeah um but i think over the last few years it's definitely been more production based um and i think that's probably just because the sounds developed in that way yeah um so we don't yeah there's but there's no kind of like set rules it's not like we have a, a ritual where we'll you know sit down and you'll you'll get beat and then i'll yeah. get this or i whatever. think we we specifically don't do that when it comes to writing mm. um i think we've probably fallen into the the trap of producing something before it's even written recently mm. like more and more mm. we've been doing that but I think every so often we'll sort of say, "Oh, sure, like we've we've been making a beat or something," and then we'll be like, "Okay, let's go and let's go and do the vocals with an acoustic guitar, or let's go and like let's stick it on piano and try and shake it up." The whole like acoustic thing for sofa sounds was that because we spent so long trying to find a sound and find a way that we did things, um, we sort of farted around a little bit with the, with the setup for sofa sounds. We were like, "Oh, we'll try it with the band." And we're doing this and then we try it with like we'll try this bit of tech in there and we'll do and we were messing around with it a bit too much and because like sort of being independent musicians shell and i was i mean not so much anymore but like we're still playing like covers gigs and function stuff and and going out and doing whatever we could music wise and so we just sort of thought for the sofa sound stuff it's we got so yeah we got so comfortable and we so sort of practiced at doing the acoustic duo thing let's just mm. do that for us because that's what we're you know it's solid we're we're free with it yeah um so that's more from like a performance point of view than it is from a songwriting p- point of view i think and i think the the with so far sounds i don't think it was ever meant to go as far as it went so we started kind of we, <laughs> like, we just did one so far sounds <laughs> we just did one so far sounds gig years ago because somebody was like go and do this thing and we were like great okay so we went and did it and I remember doing the very first gig and I was like, I hate this. This is the worst thing ever. I've got no <laughs> microphone. I'm it just sucked. stood there in front of a quiet room. It's yeah. like really stressy. That fully sucked. It did. And then for some reason, we just got a few more booked in and then I eventually started really loving them. And I think because when we kind of come to crafting our lyrics, we like the whole storytelling aspect mm. of it. That's so true. that yeah. when you perform it, I like performing it in a, in, in a way of like, you know, like telling a story. And I think you... That comes across more when you're doing it in that so far sound vibe. So eventually, we just ended up loving those gigs so much that we literally ended up doing a tour with them and yeah, stuff. I so even, I didn't even think about it's that. It's such yeah. a good environment, yeah. isn't it? Because uh, it's people it just go there to to listen to music, and and I know Julia loved like when people talk about uh, the songs and explain stuff. It. Yeah, and get irritated when people don't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can get that. To be fair, I. I sometimes they start and they're like so this is a love song about when 
uh, I broke up with my ex, and you're like, all right, cool. And then they're like, and it was the summer, <laughs> of the, and you're like, oh yeah, my god. Yeah, you're like, oh, just shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You nailed it in the first sentence. That's all we needed. Yeah. Exactly. A, a nice introduction. Say a little bit about the song, but don't tell me your entire life, life story. Yeah, life story. Yeah. I mean, it kind of ruins the song as well. Like for us, when Shell says storytelling, we're trying to do that in the lyrics. Mm. Like yeah, you're meant to do that. Song, right? in, yeah, the, you're not meant true. to precase the song with the story when the song is the story. It's like hearing the story twice. Yeah. But one just in like a really crap way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's also that thing of, um, you know, people interpret songs and lyrics in different ways right so something that you probably mm. wrote totally. um talking about so one of your experiences so somebody else will go and and make it their own right and mm. yeah totally so that that's pretty cool and that's like that's i think that's super important to like the process mm. is it's so important that everybody takes something different from your songs without you explicitly telling them what it is and spoon feeding them with it so by taking that, you know, by over explaining it, you kind of take the magic, you're, you're, you're doing yourself an injustice because you're taking the magic out of your own performance, mm, you know? Definitely. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's that oh, well. sweet spot, right? Between, <laughs> the between to take setting the scene. Oversharing and undersharing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah <laughs> setting the scene, oh. right? And then going with a song. But there's also some people who just go then. It's like one song after another, no break, no nothing which is a bit yeah i mean we totally did that when we first started didn't we yeah Yeah, we did and i was like i can't talk on stage because i've got a really weird scouse accent (laughs) so just go from one song into the other (laughs) yeah that's so relatable yeah i mean not with (laughs) that accent but like with our accents yeah you definitely don't have a scouse accent (laughs) (laughs) Uh. yeah it's very true right and and i guess yeah with uh, with an accent like yours um it's kind of like stigmatized somehow in the uk in some parts right because people either love it or hate it right that yeah, uh, like Liverpool yeah. accent. Mm-hmm. I, I personally love it. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's it's very recognisable. So it's not like you can hide. <laughs> no, I find it hilarious at gigs when people come up to Shell and they're like, like th- you get people coming up and being like, "Are you from Liverpool?" And that's always like, "Yeah, well, obviously." <laughs> and then it's funny when people come up and go like, "Oh my God, are you from Scotland?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens all the time. Really? Either Scottish or Irish. Yeah. Like, what? No. <laughs> every time it is quite like if you're not used to the accent though i think you know if you don't hear a scouse accent all of the time you've just heard it every now and then you probably heard it just as much as you've heard an irish accent <laughs> you can see how you get them mixed up yeah. oh, i just don't get that uh, not really right. those people i don't have to me is. your accent's like a siren <laughs> gosh yeah. so anyway moving on <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry <laughs> swiftly uh, so alex you said you do the production with your bass player right so like yes. how how long has he been in your band for um well t kind Aww. of <laughs> what? i don't know just thought back to when t first joined the band yeah and he was t- like such a baby <laughs> t was uh, sort of came in as a as a keys player when we were very first starting out which was this like basically another band like mm-hmm. in another world in another time but you mm. know it was it was it was the same thing um and he started as a keys player sort of as soon as we as soon as we got going like yeah. you know when we first so that's like in 2013 and then he was just sort of he was just sort of 
a session musician for a while and um and then we all lived together went in liverpool and he started doing our production because he started doing doing more production stuff and then the band eventually became what it is today and we sort of started from what we were sort of saying day one which is probably like more like 2016 2017 we're like Mm -hmm. okay now we know what we want to do this is it and that's when we sort of decided that it it felt more like a band because of the way we played live and the way that we were collaborating on that stuff so initially t was actually doing all the production himself um and only in the last sort of two years have i started to share that with Mm -hmm. him and sort of taken over um a little bit like there's now some tracks which a a majority you know the majority is produced by me well the whole entire the entire like new ep is produced by you just out of you know lockdown Mm. circumstance yeah Yeah. um Um, and there was always a point where like we would be doing i would be doing stuff and because t was was doing it before me i would be like okay uh, i need to send this to t for some sort of validation or for him to just like put Put some stuff on his own (laughs) thing on it you know clean it up a little bit or whatever it is whereas for this ep because of the lockdown situation mm. we were just like like I, I was i was talking to shell and i was like maybe i should send it to t i think it's ready and then i was like you know what i'm not gonna send it to t <laughs> and i even texted him being like we've got an ep i'm not gonna send it to you you can hear it when it comes out oh rude and he sort of took it took it on as a bit of a challenge and i've like i up until it came out i tried to show him stuff and be like oh what do you think of this and he's like nope i'm not i'm not gonna hear it till the first day i'm like okay. oh gosh that's so um, funny it's like so, uh I'm, we're having yeah, a baby yeah. but you're not allowed to see us that's so funny that is hilarious. But, yeah i can like really hear like on the on the new p like it's got a lot of cinematic stuff on it i really actually quite like that it's very interesting yeah thank you very much i think that's why i think that's why alex kind of took up a bit more of a mantle Mm. because i think we just went we started moving in that direction a little bit more yeah and um like obviously his production style was like perfect for it so it was just like every time we wanted like a nice string section or every time we wanted it oh sorry every time we wanted it to go like you know big at the end we'll be like alex come <laughs> yeah. in and do this bit now this is yours <laughs> i think we found a good balance between t and i yeah we totally are um t's got that kind of like t's got t's got just, more of the commercial side yeah and he's got like just a, an undeniable like drum groove mm, yeah so you know there's just certain aspects that he will just like come in and he's, he's gets tweak. into yeah. the sound like the synth sounds quite a lot and mm-hmm. like it's not necessarily to say that he doesn't when i say commercial i don't mean like oh he just does the simple stuff or whatever like he's he does really creative stuff as well but um we just sort of the fill each other's gaps it's yeah. like t's got a gap there and i fill that and i have a gap here and t fills that complement each other mm. and i think that's really good when you do production as well right i mean i do a little bit of production too and, and then work with a producer so i do parts of my production and then he does the other part but we work together uh, to do it yeah. and it's also like yeah bouncing ideas of each other um and that kind of stuff it really helps to, to put the picture together and it's also like um yes another pair <laughs> of just drop something over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a nightmare can i can i just ask like because I'm, I'm just intrigued and I, we have this through various conversations on our own podcast as well but like where do you guys draw the line between production and songwriting or like do you uh, that's a, I mean, that's, that's an a interesting thing question. to be fair like when i when i write i write acoustically and the track the production for me comes after so 
yeah. I don't know. I think of production like as a nice stress for a girl. Like the girl, the plain girl is like the song, and then like with production, you just add stuff on it. But that's cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think people do it differently, and I I do like yeah. writing top lines on production as well. You know, sometimes it's really cool. But mm. yeah, I guess it depends really what you feel. Yeah, for me, for. it's a, a little song. bit more intertwined because um, I'm mainly a guitarist, right? So. In many cases, my songs start with uh, playing a guitar, playing a riff, and then I have to have, you know, a clear idea of where I want to go production-wise afterwards as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it, it always ends up um, evolving and and changing a bit, but yeah, depends on the song as well. Yeah, yeah, I, that's kind of where we end up landing, I suppose. It's total blurred lines these days. I remember we we had like a production chat in. Uh, in back in uni and i always remember as like really going into depth and we were like the the, the role of a producer now is so varied mm. and there's so much to it so multifaceted mm. that like so there's true. too many blurred lines with definitely. it and i think that definitely seeps into the songwriting stuff mm. Mm. totally and and it's also like that line between production and mixing for example in many cases right it's like it gets a bit blurred mm. um one of my mates recently was like looking at you know the credits for a song and and they were like oh my god there's like nine people on this like producers it says like four or five different names and and it's like well just bear in mind that you know they might have done just one part there's people who do production only for drums as you were saying because they just have that groove or because they started as drummers for example and and let's be honest, yeah. I'm the first one who tries to program drums sometimes and then you, you pass it into a drummer and they're like, mm. look, mate, it sounds great, but this is impossible to play, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just don't have that knowledge of, okay, what's feasibly possible to do, right? And mm. put like stuff together that just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we, we've gone way beyond that now. We're like, <laughs> not even worried oh, about. I know, I know. We, you need to be an octopus to play the stuff. <laughs> like, we're we, we just decided like backing track is, is king. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Just get three drummers, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, let's talk more about your EP, I think, because like isolation tapes. I mean, that's great. And it's like, well, it's literally what everyone went through, right? So <laughs> how, no like, did you find, like, did you, like, l- like, did lockdown happen and you were just like, okay, let's do this, isolation tapes, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> did know. Like, it didn't, um, well, I think it didn't start like that, did it? No, I mean, we basically, we so we, uh, last year and the sort of beginning of this year, we had, uh, we'd done a, a short film um, that we'd made ourselves. It's basically like a big, like, sort of, 10 minute long music video Mm. but rather than just having the songs play into the video we then we made we made the film and then rewrote the songs to that um Mm. so we'd started putting on these shows which were like small intimate shows and screenings of the film with us playing the soundtrack along live and we'd done two of them uh, one in london one in liverpool and we were talking to the guys at sofa sounds and they were going to sort us out with a tour so we were supposed to be on tour right now or you know back end of june uh, no, that's where we are right now but you know what i mean um doing that and that obviously just fell through so we were like well ah we need to we need something else to do and we, we've been working on this single that we we're going to put out uh and it just didn't feel like that was ready or applicable anymore 
and that mm. you know it's it's that's now going to be morphed into into a future project instead um and shell just i don't know shell, are we my first memory of it of it coming to be anything was we were doing like a live stream gig and we had like you know one of those sort of white lights where you put the letters on that looks like an old-fashioned mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah thing. yeah she wrote like isolation tapes on it and i was no, just I had, a bit like <laughs> i had the All idea right. long before that thank you very much okay. <laughs> <laughs> i've been told i can't oh remember what it was like I, I don't know i don't know where i come up with it but i was just like i think we were we we because i work at a yoga studio uh we're doing a project called a tune which is yoga meets music and um oh. we're using like loads of different artists for it but because of it it's kind of got me a bit like interested about it and I was like oh Alex I want to start like looking into just really atmospheric music that you can have on while you're doing a yoga class and start playing around with it and different instruments and whatever so we did Mm. just start playing with those different bits and and then I don't know it was just the the, there was like this creative freedom that came with writing something that wasn't necessarily for the band it was just writing for writing's sake Mm. um and then but then none of it was like none of it was a really full-formed pop song so that's why I was like, it, it's more just like a mixtape of random moments and random bits of inspiration that have yeah. just come to you or random conversations that you've had and things like that. And I thought just thought that was a good representation of what has happened inside isolation because, you know, what, what we're doing right now, any musician, what, you know, they haven't really got the means, even, you know, even if they had all the money in the world, well, well no, because then you would probably have a studio on site. <laughs> but, you, you, you know, even if you've got the money to do it, you actually prob- you can't go into to a studio and get like a fully done album or you can't go on tour and you can't do all these things. So essentially w- what we're doing right now isn't going to be um, any sort of finished product of what we can release. So mm-hmm. what we're doing right now is more just like writing and using this time to be completely creative in a way that's completely freeing. Um, yeah. So why not kind of, you know, note that down and mark it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a mm. lot of sense. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's, yeah, it's also, I guess, in like a few years time, you'll, you'll go look back and be like, okay, yeah, that, that reminds that me to, to, yeah, yeah that <laughs> time and, you know, put you back in that sort of uh, vibe and stuff. That is totally. Yeah, it's cool. like a stamp in time and totally, sort yeah. of. I don't know what it was. It just sort of feels like it felt like the rules didn't don't apply anymore. That's exactly what and I was trying to say. You just sort of can go like, you know, when you get to the end of a, so you've got like a first verse, you've got a chorus and then you kind of think, oh, I can't. Do, do we need to write any second verse lyrics? I suppose not. <laughs> and you can just repeat that. Oh, and gosh, then you yeah. kind of get to the end of that second chorus and you're like middle section. And, and then it, for once we were like, no. no we're like let's just leave it there like yeah, that's... it just sounds good as it is like stop trying to make it into a structured pop song it's just <laughs> just that's just what it is you know yeah, because there's no need to put a whole you know marketing campaign behind it because it's not your next single or whatever yeah. you can't just do that and just be like no leave it there it sounds good yeah cool. <laughs> like one of them hasn't even got a second verse i find second verses so frustrating to me a second verse is like one the second actually... film in a saga that always sucks do you know what i mean the empire strikes back or godfather part two yeah all of them yeah you're so (laughs) wrong (laughs) so relatable yeah definitely that is brilliant i I love that yeah but like 
Hearts and Flowers is such a banger. I listened to it this morning. I was like, yeah, I like this. I <laughs> love Hearts and Flowers. Hearts and Flowers is like the happiest song we've ever written. It is. It is the Literally. Happy, it's not like it. It is the happiest song we've and, ever written. But that was that was like, that was completely outside of everything else that we'd done. Um, it, that was for like Lymph Academy, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was like um, this 48-hour songwriting challenge so do you know do you know about lymph um no no it's the uh liverpool international music festival and they sort of did this academy thing where we and other artists you know other liverpool-based artists and upcoming artists and unsigned artists um can apply to be part of the academy and you get to play the festival but you also get all this extra stuff you get you know mentoring and networking opportunities and gig opportunities and all sorts of mad stuff um and we're lucky enough to be part of that. And they got in touch and said, you know, as, as a lockdown thing to try and keep things going, because obviously the festival isn't going to happen this year. We want we do to do this like 48 hour collaboration thing. And uh, some really good friends of ours, uh, Little Grace, are also in the Lymph Academy. And we sort of said we want to do it with them. Like, no, to new people. Yes, to people we already Literally. know, because it's always awkward. <laughs> literally we were just like we we're like if we can't do it with little grace we're not doing it with anyone else but as well, like for 48 hours do you know what i mean yeah. it's such a long time to Gosh. hold conversation with someone who you've not really worked with before that's not how you should be viewing it but that is and to it. it was and to write a song as well it's like you're getting into the the you know you're getting into the creative flows of that thing aren't you it, it's hard to do with someone who you just like randomly <laughs> met on a zoom call yeah so so, so that's that's what that track ended was it was the result of that 48 hour challenge and um that's sort of why you know some of the vocals sound a bit iffy because they're not all recorded in the same place or mm. so, some of the bits at the end might sound a little bit like rushed because they were <laughs> and also um, fun know. fact is that so little grace has got it's fronted by ben but he has a twin called adam and adam plays like synth and stuff and he does all the bvs i think adam also used to be like a lead singer so they used to do it together but then adam just went more into like the instrumental side of it yeah. and um ben actually on that day they, they both look the same they both sound the same it's great oh gosh. but ben <laughs> on that day insane. got he he literally just that day come down with coronavirus yeah. and he'd been tested and he was positive and then so we were like oh my god what are we gonna do and ben was like it's fine i'll just sing it all so it's actually ben no, singing adam, on the whole oh, sorry it's, it's actually adam singing on the whole track <laughs> and ben's not even on it yeah it's so oh, funny that's oh, hilarious that's hilarious right so we're gonna play one of, one of your songs so i'm kind of thinking do you guys want us to play hearts and flowers then or would you yeah, yeah go on yeah one? do that, it that seems about right yeah seems yeah. fitting and yeah, i think since you told on. the story it's probably just it's pretty, just perfect right yeah, I feel like if you if you are listening and you're like, oh, these guys sound interesting, I'm gonna go and check them out, and then you hear Hearts and Flowers, just be ready to be like totally shocked when you listen to the rest of our stuff. <laughs> not, <laughs> not shocked. I, I wouldn't say shocked. Don't be prepared to be shocked. Be prepared to be uh, depressed. Yeah. <laughs> you're selling it very oh well, you know. I know, I know. It's exactly what you want to feel, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's true. I really like your music, guys. And, Thank yeah, you. Thanks very much. <laughs> the production as well. So, yeah, totally. Okay, let's oh. let's listen to it. Chasing hearts and flowers. We've ever been in a world population me. 
So, yeah, I think um, we're just going to call it a wrap. Um, thank you very much, guys, for being on our podcast. Um, thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for yeah, having us. That was great. super cool. And and there is this thing we do right at the end of every podcast, um, which is we pick a word and ask people to go and comment on our social media profiles. Uh, so this will be like, yeah, mine, Leah's and, and yours now. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so mine is Marlock Music. Mine's Leah underscore G underscore Music. Always the longest easy. one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, ours is at We Are Delia. Yep. D-E-L-I-A-H. Yep. Yeah. Yes, it's a bit confusing your name as well, right? Oh, I guess. man. Oh, D- it. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's, it, it's my mum's it's my fault. It's my middle name. 
Oh. And she, she's, she spelled Delia really weird. So it's D-E-L-I-A-H, which makes everyone think that it's like Delilah or something. <laughs> so it's really confusing. But it's yeah. Delia. We are Delia. Don't, don't go and comment on Delilah's profile, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. Hey, well, you guys Delilah. are going to have to check. <laughs> we, we should pick a word then. So uh, what's, what's Hearts and be? flowers. Hearts and flowers. Yeah, that's the tune. Flowers, a good one. Absolutely. Yeah, Hashtag good. hearts and flowers. Go and Indeed. comment and... Yeah, thank you very much, guys. That was that was actually very no, enjoyable. No, thanks for having us. Oh, thank good. you so yeah. much. All right, cheers, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.